Hi everyone, welcome back to the SMS podcast. Today I'm here with Sushruti Verma and Shalini Prem. And as you've noticed, we haven't put out an episode in two weeks. And today's topic is pretty much the reason why. Today we're going to be touching upon stress and pressure at university and talk a little bit about what it's like, how we handle it, etc, etc. So I think because we're in law school, we can keep it a little bit specific as well. I think the first question would definitely be, is the sort of stereotype that law school is extremely stressful worthwhile and is it something that we've experienced or is it a little different and um, what kind of pressure do we exactly experience in law school so i'm gonna open up the floor and sharani or sushruti can go ahead and explain what the pressure is that they feel and if law school actually lives up to its reputation so um for me i used to think that law school is difficult because of the material we study um to be very frank i did not know why a law degree is five like an integrated law degree is five years long i had no idea what kind of subjects we're going to have apart from the basics you know torts contracts stuff we study in the 12th grade for clat but um once we're, we're now in our fourth year i think we're facing peak pressure right now simply because um the stuff we study isn't necessarily difficult it's not too difficult to score decently either apart from the bell curve but it is so competitive there is everybody is pushing for an edge over the other person the field is saturated i think all everybody knows how nepotistic law itself is and if you don't have contacts you know your school and it, it then it becomes very difficult to you know bring yourself out of the spiral where you just don't know where to begin and just start somewhere and since everybody is trying to better themselves everybody takes different routes to do it and then the question of whether you're good enough to get a job and stay in that job is always sort of like a sword hanging above your neck and waking up every day and finding the motivation to just pimp yourself out to a firm in the best way possible i think is what the worst for me has been yeah and uh, adding on to what sush said obviously competition is one of the biggest factors i think all of us especially like she said in our fourth year with our career decisions just right around the corner it's been pretty sort of hectic because everybody's trying to figure out what they do how they do it so that they can all get, like we can all get a job uh but in addition to that i think yeah while the material in itself is not really hard and it it is fun if we actually have the time to do it for me at least i think most of my pressure or um stress comes from the fact that it's never ending right we just have one thing or the other after and see again i can't complain not complain but i can't blame it entirely on just law school uh most of it is also from the fact that i have taken up extracurricular activities and so have you guys and so that sort of takes up all the extra time we have and there's just deadlines deadlines everywhere and so in that sense i feel like law school sort of owes us um compensation for uh taking away our social lives cuz i really don't have one and i'm sure like i sushi i think about sushi but like neha i know you don't have one too thank uh, you for so um <laughs> 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 no i am your social life i am social social life to sushi 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 wakes up at 7am to go meet someone i don't have that much energy like i go at 7am uh, <laughs> because in andhra there is nothing else you can do except watch the sunrise <laughs> okay so uh so yeah so i would say it's time constraints and deadlines and competition that 
sort of creates a very stressful sort of environment or culture within law school right like you both said competition is probably the biggest reason why there is stress and the degree itself is not that bad i would also say one thing though apart from the fact that you don't like have a social life and you're always busy i think the main thing is that sometimes i find like law is a career as to what i've done so far in law school is pretty erratic when you have work you're pretty much like locked in a room like trying to get everything done guy try to go, trying to go through everything proofread everything etc etc and i think when you don't have that kind of work it can be extremely like sort of be extremely um relaxed except depending on like what you've personally taken on as commitments either to extracurriculars or anything of that sort and i think the three of us are the type who've taken on quite a few extracurriculars and do a lot of projects within the university even outside as to in terms of our interests so i think that when you're not busy with typical university work how you keep busy is on you and yeah i think we're definitely in that category where we keep pretty busy so yeah but like adding on to that how we keep ourselves busy is on us again i think flows into toxic culture see again obviously sure. all of us are trying to uh, like i'm not going to lie right all of us are trying to add stuff to our portfolio so that we can figure out how to like so she said get an edge over competition obviously most of it what we do most of it that we do at least for me all of that i do is because i uh, like doing it and i'm interested in it but the reason why at least i'm not not specifically the three of us but a lot of people take up a lot of extracurricular activities because i know so many people personally who are looking to take up extracurricular activities or um have extracurricular activities so that they can have something to put in their resume on their portfolios because they need extracurricular activities whether it is for higher education or for uh to get a job so that way uh maybe not law school culture but the legal industries yeah yeah exactly i would say i know that i think between us we do take on most things in terms of passion and not in terms of portfolio building but i'll be honest even as i reflect um because it's our fourth year i look at the first second and i think that as much as i did enjoy what i was doing or started out doing that i'm pretty sure that there was this underlying current of i have to do this so that i can put it on a portfolio So I don't know. I I I want to say wholeheartedly that that's my primary motivation. But looking back, even when I thought that that was my motivation, I'm pretty sure that I stuck around only because it would add value to my CV, resume, portfolio, etc. So I don't know. It's definitely a difficult line to draw. Same that happens to me as well. Like every activity I take up, I kind of end up thinking about how to put this on my CV in some way, shape, or form. and there's a lot that you can't like the fact that i sit and doodle in my free time or i'm learning instruments and stuff like that it's not it's not a reason for a firm to end up hiring me right when they actually have kids that they have to take up because of contacts or connections or anything of that sort so then like you end up thinking that everything you're doing that's not productive is a waste of time like i even shifted my watching and binging habits to more uh, crime related stuff and more documentaries so that i would have some amount of knowledge about what's going on in the world which is a very sad thing if you think about it that all of your activities end up being geared towards like the five years that you're in college and another thing that frustrated me a lot is the fact that it's five years long by the time we graduate our friends are going to be done with their bachelors and their masters and 
masters is going to be something we're still considering or we're still like looking to take up and even right after graduation not everybody gets a great placement right like you have to work your way up the ladder so it's it's a lot of years to put in a field that you don't know you'd end up in and that thought is very daunting in my head agreed i think that some reason forget the fact that university in general is pretty outcome oriented i think the thing that bothers me a lot is the fact that what if you sort of discover eventually that as much as being in law school and learning a broad variety of things um help you it's not something you want to actually do and actually practice so yeah it's definitely pretty daunting to sit and think about the future i also think that law by nature like i'm sure this is true for other professions too though you kind of from day one are expected to quickly explore and then kind of figure out your niche which i never understood because we do a variety of subjects through the years and there's a good chance you might not even find the one for you until the very end i don't know um uh if this kind of resonates with others i was always told to explore but there was this um sort of implication or like this like condition that came with it of like explore quickly and figure out quickly what it is you want to do so you can start working towards it um anyways our degree is really general like there's no specialization per se in our degree um so it is very confusing in terms of the messaging that you get everything is a like conditional so explore but do this fast um you can do all of these things they contribute to social causes etc but make sure you're doing your main you know career or or sort of like legal field work which i never understood so yeah i don't know if it's the same for everyone but it definitely is for me exactly that was something i was going to talk about too because for me i at least like so far i used to like everything that i was doing right and it was not really specific to one particular field or one particular area of law and yeah but up until like let's say a year ago at least uh, i was told continuously right that hey listen explore it's good that you like everything it's good explore and but some at some point every field you sort of pick they want your extracurricular activities even if it's for higher education your extracurricular activities your work all to be sort of streamlined into what you want to finally achieve which i get because it implies your interest over the years that you've been building it and uh, that you have experience and that you've put in effort but at the same time when i think there's like this advantage to having several areas and exploring because it at least at least a personal advantage because it helps you sort of finally navigate and understand what exactly do you like because there are so many things there's not like one thing that's interesting in the world there are so many things that are interesting and that's the same thing that applies i think to a career in law as well all right so i want to know how do you guys deal with stress and what would you recommend while it is important to like keep in mind that there is no one size fits all but how do you exactly deal with the pressure and stress even if it's um you know for like internal stress and pressure or external stress and pressure for me it's easy i just talk to a lot of people i'm very social as charlene said and i'm also stuck at home right now so i mean i don't know if like, you guys know this but i don't know everybody who's listening to this podcast does that i'm very active on discord and i've made a lot of internet friends over the past 6 7 months so kind of talking to them just like makes me forget about how difficult what i'm doing is and i do i actively do not tell them how tough college is or how tough work is or how many assignments or how much work i have like they they know if i'm working on something but generally they they, they don't 
and then it's just easier you know because all of these people aren't constantly telling you they're not a reminder that you have to go back to finishing some work you have to draft something uh, stuff like that so it's just it's just a relaxing place to be sometimes like you're just vibing with people you're just talking to them about random stuff a lot of people who are interested in weird like criminal stories and then you're just an entertainment point for them which is even better like everything you've done everything that has traumatized you uh, you can turn into a sort of funny story to tell people so i don't know it just makes me feel like this is not my world for a little bit and it's just it's just a terrible coping mechanism i know but it works Yeah, fair enough. I guess whatever works for you, and I don't think either of us are here to judge. But for me, how I deal with stress um, or when I'm feeling a little overwhelmed is I take a break. I just don't do any work because I know that the more work I do, the more it's gonna sort of I'm gonna feel overwhelmed because I'm constantly thinking about it. So I try my best to. just disconnect from it and then get back to it after a brief period of time because then it makes me feel like I'm not working all the time another thing that I do at least because of the pandemic is I've been going to my friend's house so I go over to my my closest friends houses I or I go just like chill with them and maybe I just sort of create a different workspace uh it's not that we are just going to be like uh chilling all the time not doing anything they might be doing their own work i just sit around them in their house it's just like a different work environment and sort of helps to clear my head uh otherwise we just like chill we talk it's it's just or just have like a fun time and that that really so i think like the biggest thing for me to not be stressed or feel overwhelmed is to actually disconnect from my work or create uh, or disconnect from this work space that i'm in uh because sometimes especially because of the pandemic we are constantly looking at our screens and constantly working from the same place so it tends to get repetitive and uh, monotonous and overwhelming and that just doesn't really help me at least um honestly i think even the way i've dealt with stress has been different throughout the years i definitely like to have some sort of activity and it's mostly been um sort of sports related recently because my apartment has a pool table i play a lot of pool which is a lot of fun because you can sort of like focusing in and zeroing on like um like a skill and just you don't have to think about anything else so i like that like shifting my focus and concentration really helps um i think that for me i have a different approach when i have a certain amount of stress i work really well the only issue is that sometimes it gets too much and then i get overwhelmed so i just try to do anything to bring down my stress threshold but not completely sort of like to disconnect like shalini said i think for me disconnecting doesn't help what helps is that I take a short break and make sure that i either go for a walk do something to get out of my head a little and it kind of lowers my stress to a level where i can then continue working or continue to be doing something productive even if it's not university work or that kind of work so i don't know in my case disconnecting i think what happens is that if i disconnect then um i don't know how to pick up again so i think what happens is that i stay in that rhythm but i just try to tweak the pace a little bit i don't know if that makes sense but like i says one like i said before one size doesn't fit all so how everyone deals with it um shouldn't really matter as long as you're not obviously bringing yourself in danger and the ultimate goal is that you obviously feel relieved and better so on the topic of work i want to know do you all think that work life balance is not o- like overrated or is like unrealistic 
and um, what do you think like is work life balance overall like what is your perspective on it i think it's a scam dude mood honestly mood. because um you work to earn enough money to survive you're not supposed to have a work life balance because your work is supposed to be a part of your life there isn't supposed to be some sort of time gap that you're giving that for 12 hours you're working and for 12 hours you're living your life that's that's not how it happens and uh, actually one of the ways i realized it was while watching emily in paris where she, i think she was staying late for work or something and her colleague told her that you're living a life like you're working to earn enough to like enjoy your life so why why would you make your work your life sort of thing and in india that's that's just not the case people expect you to be on call all the time i think your work day starts at 8 am and it goes on until 10 pm or till whenever your employer decides that you know what i'm going to call you in and there's nothing you can do about it so i don't have a work life balance honestly i live life and when i have a deadline i will finish whatever it is that i need to finish and i'm very strict on deadlines like that um that i know how much time doing some like something specific is going to take so i will make sure that i leave enough time for that and i start early enough to like finish it but apart from that i honestly don't spend my time stressing i'm like chilling and relaxing until i'm not but it, it just so happens that sometimes deadlines clash and in that case i'm um, stuck with no other option apart from like pulling an all nighter or something like that but otherwise what situation there is in india and a lot of other places like the us is trash and i hope i never end up in a job like that so i agree with sush regarding why we're not supposed to be balancing our work and life and how work is supposed to be part of our life um lives and that's something i do agree with um but for me but taking up like a traditional understanding of what uh, how at least i've been let's say balancing having a social life because i would rather interpret it as a social life or like a personal life where i'm doing stuff for myself then and splitting it from my academic/professional life i would say it was really bad during i think the initial stages of the pandemic because especially because we couldn't really go out and uh, i was really and somehow your the divide between your workspace and your um home space vanished but it sort of made took a while for me to get myself out there and be like the obviously after the pandemic started slowing down a little bit uh it started it just even till now it's just like going to some specific friends house or something like that so for me to what i've at least recently started doing is um like i said i disconnect from my work and i do stuff for myself i'll watch a movie i'll talk to my friends i will or go meet my friends i'll go spend time with my family i'll do stuff for myself and even when i'm working like so she said when i meet deadlines right i don't really it to make myself feel like i'm working i just like have stuff in front of me uh but I'm, most of the times i'm just procrastinating and doing something else and uh watching something or like doing something but it because it's all about just meeting deadlines and i think at this point we're all really proficient in meeting deadlines um and because we know how much we need to push and when we need to start pushing to meet them so i really think at least i have 
in some sense figured out how to start balancing my personal and professional life uh, and taking a break and taking care of myself but obviously i still have a longer way to go especially with regards to taking care of myself i'll be honest i think what such said is pretty on point about work life balance i don't know if it's necessarily overrated or like unrealistic i definitely think that a lot of people either give too much priority to work or the exact opposite so how exactly it factors into your life is very different for everyone i think the goal is that i think a lot of the advice and tips out there are overrated i don't really necessarily think the concept itself is overrated and i will like like make it very clear i think i'm a serial workaholic as in everyone who is everyone bring it up with me as to the fact that i spent too many hours working but i think the goal is that it's kind of about distancing yourself from this like ideal idea that you have i don't know if that's the case because i definitely see ideas and advice and people out there who live these lives in a seemingly balanced way and not only does it not appeal to me but i don't really think it can be like that no matter how hard i try even on days where i do all of like take out time to do all of the little things that i want to do in my life be active read um do work but also spend time with my family i don't really get the kind of satisfaction that i think i will get so um i definitely have been that person who's like tried a lot of these things and i don't really think it works like such said it's a part of your life i think in my case i like to work that much not all the time um i think i for me it's about taking breaks like i take um like 4 5 hours of a break every 3 4 days um as in if i have even if it's like thursday or like the middle of the week and i need a break i push all my meetings for the next day because i would rather do sort of more work the next day and just take those few hours off and not think and not do much um again uh it's only a few hours and i don't like to take like take like days off because i like to stay in that rhythm like i said before i think it's just about how what adds value to your life and ultimately how much space you want to give it even i'm definitely working on it but i don't think that balance per se is a concept that i now believe in i think i did before especially when we joined college to begin with that oh yeah i'm going to do these many things and it's going to feel like life is balanced but i think that no matter what you do for the most part life may seem pretty fast paced or slow paced and it may seem like you're doing either too many things or you're um like barely doing anything so i don't think balance in that sense feels and feels natural even if you do if you like you take a number of things off your checklist um if you want to feel balanced i think the best way to do it is also like sounds really really annoyingly cheesy but like it also helps like get a little bit of perspective maybe what you perceive as balance is more the issue than what you're actually doing so it's about thinking a little deeper but i definitely think that you know the way in which it's portrayed is overrated Yeah, I exactly. I mean I I'm like thank you for bringing that up because I would also I also don't think there's anything like balance per se because I'm also a highly workaholic uh and I cannot sit <laughs> I can't uh I can't really sort of um not work or not have work or not think about work um but not in a very unhealthy way but because I just need to keep myself busy and I think that's pretty natural to want to work and i think that's why people have been working all their lives um so yeah, i just wanted to just add 
Yeah. Kind of agree in the sense that it's nice having something to do always, but not necessarily work. You know, like I mean, I'm happy if I'm if I'm like sitting in my chair and doing nothing, or I have the option to go out for like two hours and meet friends, or go out and play basketball, or just stay in and watch a movie, or I I I don't even mind playing for with Pixie for two continuous hours. If I'm doing something, I'm happy. Nobody can just sit in a spot and you know just sit. But um, the balance then comes into play is that are you doing something that makes you happy? Are you doing something that keeps your body healthy? Are you doing something that is recreational? Are you doing something that's making you learn new stuff? There's there's a lot of things that you have to balance out, and all of that is a part of life, including having something productive. so you can't prioritize one over the others every single day like you can't make a permanent priority list some days you're going to have to work and forego playing with your dog and some days you're going to have to um go out and meet friends because it's their birthday and there is no other choice you have so i think it's more of a balance between like six different things than work and life exactly and you know what helps me the most when i'm stressed making lists we were younger we all have definitely seen a lot of movies as to what it's like when you grow up um and become a young adult go into college move out eventually and start working and i think that as someone who's currently in that like in the university phase i feel pretty betrayed by quite a few movies that i used to love in terms of the tone they set i think for me the biggest example is wake up sid i think in some cases and in some instances it does do justice to like the complexity of growing up but i definitely saw like quite a few things in that film that i was like oh my god being a young like being in college and then like growing up seems so much fun and yeah i don't really know if i really feel that way anymore but it's true for like for some people they have family businesses that they're going to get into the point of getting a degree is literally just that to get some sort of qualification on paper so there's like it I live in Gujarat, right? And it's a massively family business oriented, dominated place. So I have a lot, like I know a lot of people whose whose main aim is to just get a BBA degree or just get a BCom degree and then enter the family business. And they have chilled their entire way through school, sorry, school and college. They've just excelled through it simply because what they wanted isn't very difficult to get. And Like these people aren't also very ambitious. Like even in Wake Up Sid, Sid wasn't ambitious. He didn't want a lot from life until he realized what he did, and that he he's going to have to genuinely work for it and all of those situations. So I kind of feel like the movie is an accurate portrayal, to be very fair about around some people about some people around us. I just us. feel like. music and like the rhythm of the film and a lot of like the things of like i think the most unrealistic thing maybe is when they moved houses because that seemed so nice and fun but if you've ever moved house i think you know that a lot of it is just very stressful so yeah i i agree with you though i think that there is like a bit of it that makes sense and i will say i have like you said met quite a few people where i realized that like um like their like especially their intentions and their drive and 
the reasons for their pursuit of education are also something along those lines until maybe they find something else so for sure i agree yeah and to everyone who's listening to us here today you really don't have to have it all figured out like we discussed here today there are different ways in which each of us can deal with stress and it's not necessary that all of us are even stressed over the same things we don't really have need to figure out what our work life balance is or if we need to have a work life balance you just need to figure out a way to live your own lives right and i think that's what we're all trying to figure out we're all trying to figure out what uh, who we want to be what we want to do and sometimes that path is already written for us and sometimes we have no clue what we're doing and where we want to go and i think that's okay too so if you are here with us today and if you think you know you have some tips on how we could all deal with stress better or how or you want to share uh, how you dealt with stress or what stresses you out not just from because of law school but generally you can always reach out to us and like we're open to having a conversation we'd be happy to talk to you and rant about life and college and work and everything in between So yeah, thank you so much for tuning in today. We hope you liked our episode. You can follow us at the SNS podcast on Instagram. We drop episodes every Friday. So yeah, bye. Bye.